Hello, this is Pastor Nick Hood, pastor of the Plymouth United Church of Christ, and today we begin a read of Leviticus chapters 1 and chapter 2. I'm putting them together because they're not that long, but also they deal with offerings uh, to the Lord. These are the offerings that God told Moses to tell the people, and there are different kinds of offerings. Uh, Chapter 1 deals with the burnt offerings of live animals. Chapter 2 deals with cereal offerings. And, um, you know, this is a part of the Bible, to be honest, um, you know, I've stayed away from. I've read it but I basically have stayed away from it because it seems to get you bogged down uh, in all of these rules. Um, But the rules are there for a reason, and um, I think you'll find an interesting glimpse into ancient Israel life uh, as we go through the book of Leviticus. So today we begin with Leviticus chapter 1, The Burnt Offering. The Lord summoned Moses and spoke to him from the tent of meeting, saying, Speak to the people of Israel and say to them, When any of you bring an offering of livestock to the Lord, you shall bring your offering from the herd or from the flock. If the offering is a burnt offering from the herd, you shall offer a male without blemish. You shall bring it to the entrance of the tent of meeting for acceptance in your behalf before the Lord. You shall lay your hand on the head of the burnt offering, and it shall be acceptable in your behalf as atonement for you. The bull shall be slaughtered before the Lord, and Aaron's sons, the priests, shall offer the blood, dashing the blood against all sides of the altar that is at the entrance of the tent of meeting. The burnt offering shall be flayed and cut up into its parts. The sons of the priest Aaron shall put fire on the altar and arrange wood on the fire. Aaron's sons, the priests, shall arrange the parts with the head and the suet on the wood that is on the fire on the altar, but its entrails and its legs shall be washed with water. Then the priest shall turn the whole into smoke on the altar as a burnt offering, an offering by fire of pleasing odor to the Lord. If your gift for a burnt offering is from the flock, from the sheep or goats, your offering shall be a male without blemish. It shall be slaughtered on the north side of the altar before the Lord. And Aaron's sons, the priests, shall dash its blood against all sides of the altar. It shall be cut up into its parts with its head and its suet, and the priest shall arrange them on the wood that is on the fire on the altar. But the entrails and the legs shall be washed with water. Then the priest shall offer the whole and turn it into smoke on the altar. It is a burnt offering, an offering by fire, of pleasing odor to the Lord. If your offering to the Lord is a burnt offering of birds, you shall choose your offering from turtle doves or pigeons. The priests shall bring it to the altar and wring off its head, and turn it into smoke on the altar, and its blood shall be drained out against the side of the altar. He shall remove its crop from its contents, with its contents, and throw it at the east side of the altar, in the place for ashes. He shall tear it open by its wings without severing it, 
Then the priest shall turn it into smoke on the altar, on the wood that is on the fire. It is a burnt offering, an offering by fire of pleasing odor to the Lord. So thus we end chapter one of the book of Leviticus, the uh, ritual and rules for the burnt offering. Now we turn our attention to grain offerings in Leviticus chapter two. When anyone presents a grain offering to the Lord, the offering shall be of choice flour. The worshipers shall pour oil on it and put frankincense on it and bring it to Aaron's sons, the priests. After taking from it a handful of the choice flour and oil with all its frankincense, the priest shall turn this token portion into smoke on the altar an offering by fire of pleasing odor to the Lord, and what is left of the grain offering shall be for Aaron and his sons, a most holy part of the offerings by fire to the Lord. When you present a grain offering baked in the oven, it shall be of choice flour, unleavened cakes mixed with oil, or unleavened wafers spread with oil. If your offering is a grain prepared on a griddle, it shall be of choice flour mixed with oil, unleavened, break it in pieces and pour oil on it. It is a grain offering. If your offering is grain prepared in a pan, it shall be made of choice flour in oil. You shall bring to the Lord the grain offering that is prepared in any of these ways. And when it is presented to the priest, he shall take it to the altar. The priest shall remove from the grain offering its token portion and turn this into smoke on the altar, an offering by fire of pleasing odor to the Lord. And what is left of the grain offering shall be for Aaron and his sons. It is a most holy part of the offerings by fire to the Lord. No grain offering that you bring to the Lord shall be made with leaven, for you must not turn any leaven or honey into smoke as an offering by fire to the Lord. You may bring them to the Lord as an offering of choice products, but they shall not be offered on the altar for a pleasing odor. You shall not omit from your grain offerings the salt of the covenant with your God. With all your offerings, you shall offer salt. If you bring a grain offering of first fruits to the Lord, you shall bring as the grain offering of your first fruits coarse, new grain from fresh ears, parched with fire. You shall add oil to it and lay frankincense on it. It is a grain offering. And the priest shall turn an, a token portion of it into smoke. Some of the coarse grain and oil with all its frankincense, it is an offering by fire to the Lord. So thus we conclude a reading of Leviticus chapter 1 and chapter 2. And you may notice that uh, near the end of chapter 2, we're told that um, they are to bring, the Israelites are to bring uh, salt uh, with their grain offering. Uh, the salt uh, was really designed to keep the, uh, the food from spoiling. Um, the prohibition against honey, um, you know, and leaven, uh, for the same reason, you know, to keep the, uh, the, the grain offering from spoiling. Um, I have a few questions I'd like to share for your reflection. Uh, 
after having heard me read chapters 1 and chapter 2 of Leviticus. Number 1, in chapter 1, what new observations did you learn about the ritual for burnt offerings? Chapter 2, question 2. Chapter 2 deals with the grain offerings. What did you learn about the grain offerings in chapter 2? And how are they similar and different from the burnt offerings in chapter 1? Question number 3. Why do you think leaven and honey were forbidden to accompany the grain offerings? I guess I've already told you the answer for that. That was to keep it from spoiling. And question number four, how do the burnt offerings and cereal offerings inform your sense of the modern offerings that are given and received in the Christian church? You know, we're not burning uh, animals. Uh, We're not uh, uh, burning cereal in the modern Christian church, but we do have offerings. And, And in reading Leviticus chapter one and chapter two, does that help you to see the origin of the modern-day offerings in the Christian church. Let us pray. Lord, I bring my offering to you. I bring you the best of what you have given to me. I may not have much, but as I have, I leave a portion with you. I leave you a token as a reminder to me that all things come from you and ultimately all things return to you. I give you my best as a symbol of gratitude and thanksgiving. I give you my heart, my soul, and my body. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. This is Pastor Nick Hood, pastor and senior minister of the Plymouth United Church of Christ, located in the very heart of Detroit, Michigan, and at the tip-top of the Medical Center. Uh, We worship on Sundays at 8.30. We also worship at 11 in the morning. And um, on uh, Wednesdays, we worship at 12 noon. And I certainly welcome you and encourage you to come to church. You know, it's yesterday. uh, I had an interesting experience yesterday. My brother, my wife, and I, we live in Detroit, Michigan, and we're under a winter uh, weather advisory. It was a negative five or six degrees yesterday during the day and during the night. It dipped down to about a negative 11 degrees even uh, before the wind chill was factored into it. But yesterday morning, uh, we decided to live large. So we went to the International House of Pancakes right there on Jefferson Avenue. And we were talking uh, among ourselves, and I was sharing with them a concept that I'm thinking about preaching this Sunday on. Uh, which is um, coming out from your comfort zone. And uh, we're just talking about it. And uh, my brother, uh, I hope I don't offend anybody by saying this, but he said he thought comfort zone was too polite of a title for a sermon. He said, you ought to call it, get your butt out of the rut. And uh, at that point, there was a couple sitting in front of us and the the husband turned got up turned around came toward me extended his hand and he said you know i used to worship at your church you my wife and i used to worship at your church but uh you know we've gone back to a church we used to go to but um he said you know i heard you talking about come out of and get out of the comfort zone and he said i got to get up out of my seat and come shake your hand 
And uh, that fellow and his wife just absolutely made my day. And then they told me that they're going to come by and visit the church again. Uh, and so I say that to say, if you're ever in the Detroit area, I invite you to stop by the Plymouth United Church of Christ, where I serve as pastor and senior minister. We're located at 600 East Warren Avenue, right off the uh, I-75 freeway at the Warren exit. I'd love to see you. Tomorrow, we'll be looking at and reading and reflecting on Leviticus chapter 3, Offerings of Well-Being. Until then, or the next time, God bless.